Welcome to The Continental. We hope you enjoy your stay. Welcome to The Continental. I'm your host, Adam Mack, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the worldwide phenomenon known as anime and its impact that it has had on not only just my life, but the life of my very special guest. Now, you might be sitting there saying, hey, Adam, isn't anime just another fancy way of saying cartoons? Well, today I'm here to tell you that anime isn't your everyday Saturday morning cartoons. Admittingly, anime by its definition does mean animation that originates in Japan. So yes, it is a cartoon, but that's where the similarities end. Anime provides the same canvas for the imagination that cartoons do, showing you the art of the possible that live action TV and movie just can't, whether it's that tractor trailer that transforms into that robot to come to save the day, or perhaps it's that human or alien that's able to break through their barriers and become more to save their family and friends and Earth itself. Maybe it's a glimpse into the future at space and to see where humans are able to go and see where robots may be able to help or take over. There's all sorts of possibilities with animes and cartoons. However, where cartoons stop at the art of the imagination, anime takes over and provides a story behind those imaginations to help you understand why it's important that we see these things we're seeing, be entertained by these things that we're being entertained, and learn the lessons of not only just what's being shown to us, but of the, of the author's imagination. And I think that's what this episode is going to hopefully tell to you. Uh, I know there are so many different types of animes that are out there, but the one underlying thing that my friend and I have discovered over many, many years is that animes provide a story um, that ultimately has taught us many different lessons as we've grown up over the ages. And only now do we really see the impacts um, these lessons have had and the perseverance and strength that these characters have shown and how they've been reflected upon us. And we hope to be able to show you through this episode that there's so many more possibilities than just what you see and what you feel when you watch an anime. There are some real human-based lessons that can be learned and that can be sh- shown to inspire you or perhaps you know teach you what not to do but in the end and the end of the day all i can say is the anime that you know my guests and i have watched over our lives has really been anime for the ages and really changed who we are and helped us become uh, the people that we are today and we, we hope to give you a couple of suggestions that you know you might like to follow up on and maybe you like to learn from because Anime is more than just your Saturday morning cartoons. It's a life-changing and life-altering experience and one that you can all learn from and I hope you can enjoy as well. Of course, you might be saying to yourself, why so serious, Adam? And to be honest, it doesn't have to be. In the end of the day, anime is just entertainment. It's here for fun and for your enjoyment. So instead of the stories and understanding why they are, Maybe you're just here for some incredible animations and visuals. Or maybe you want to follow that hero's journey from starting from the bottom to the best of the best. Maybe it's some sci-fi. Maybe it's some time jumping. Or maybe it's that epic duel between protagonist and antagonist, hero and villain. Or maybe it's that villain who turns into a hero and the power of friendship overcomes all. Anything's possible. That's the beauty of anime, and I hope the list that my friend and I provide for you today 
gives you a little taste of what's possible. In fact, I guarantee that at least one of those anime shows that we provide to you will spark your interest and hopefully start you down a path that you'll be talking about for the ages. So let's get this episode started. Welcome back to The Continental. Welcome to The Continental. It's glad to have you back. I'm your host, Adam Mack. And on today's episode, we got a very special guest. And I know every guest that we have here is special, but there is not many that can say they've known the host of The Continental for 30 plus years through lifetimes of memories and probably too many stories that shouldn't be told. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking like childhood stories, childhood, you know, secrets. Uh, But I think what's important about it is that throughout that childhood, we've learned a great deal and grown a great deal. And coincidentally, we're still friends. So we must like each other for some reason or another. And I think today's topic is probably one of our linchpins of our friendship. And I'm glad to have him as a guest. I'm glad to have him as one of my best friends. We're talking about I'd like to introduce Peter Wong. Peter, welcome to the Continental. Welcome, welcome. Hello, Adam. Thank you. Uh, thank you for introducing me, and uh, thank you for inviting me onto the show. Uh, definitely my first time, and uh, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, whatever, man. It's uh, you know, in the end of the day, it's it's great to have you under the the roof of the Continental, and we want to hear your opinion. And th- and that's uh, you know exactly why we're here. So for those viewers who ha- are just joining us for the first time, and for yourself, just a little reminder of the rules of the Continental. So basically, the Continental, if you remember, is based in the John Wick movies. It's that hotel you know they have that is for assassins, and while you're on the hunt. A hotel continental grounds you're not allowed to you know do your business basically you're not allowed to kill each other and you know that's the premise behind this podcast i want to hear your opinion the audience wants to hear your opinion and we want to hear the opinion of the audience but we're not going to kill each other for it you might have different opinions about who you like and you know what what's your favorite and uh, you might disagree with mine but I just want to hear it and it'll be great to hear uh, your thoughts about the, today's topic and uh, and what it means to you. So uh, you cool with that? You're not going to get to, you know, too crazy on me if, uh, you know, I, I pick something you don't like? No, no. Um, I'll be very civil. <laughs> no, you can say whatever you want, but, you know, you, get, uh, you can't just hold it to you can't just hold it against me while we're here on this podcast. And besides, I, I own this damn hotel, so too bad for you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It, no, either either way, uh, you know, just let's have fun with it. And I'm excited to talk about today's topic because it's the first time I've actually talked about it uh, on this podcast. And I want to d- dive deep into it because it's something I think both you and I have uh, had a lot of experience with in our lives. And today's topic is anime. It's Japanese animation, you know, in the for the rest of the world is called anime and we associate it with anything uh, related to Japanese animation, but obviously in Japan, it's just animation. Uh, but I think for you and I, it's had such a crazy uh, impact in our lives. You know, we're, we're both in our 30s and, uh, you know, we, uh, uh, I think it's, you can, you can say to this day, even to this day, it's part of our lives and hopefully part of our kids' lives. Um, so let me ask you, how has anime, when, when did you, let me ask you, when did you first discover anime and how is it, uh, how is it, how do you think it's affected your life? I would say uh, my first time ever watching anime would be when I was about, I want to say 13 or 14 years old. 
Uh, parents used to go shopping at uh, the small that we have here called uh, Dixie Park Center. Oh, yeah. And, uh, in it, there's a place where we used to rent our Chinese movies from. And there was a section uh, where there was always uh, anime movies. And uh, that's where I first got introduced, started watching my first episodes of uh, Dragon Ball. Got really hooked in that. And uh, from there, just kept uh, going on. I don't think I really watched anime up until uh, like a, like different variants or different uh, styles of anime up until maybe I was 20, actually. Mm. And I was in the, the military and that's when I met a guy who was very into anime and introduced me to uh, Bleach and Naruto. And from there, I just kept watching uh, uh, more and more and more and just really enjoyed it. Yeah, man, that's, you know, I think that's the story of most of us in North America, right? Before there, there was internet, there was... Hey, I'm not going to, you can't, you can't help but stereotype. There were the Chinese malls that, you know, had double versions of everything. So, you know, it was easy to be able to get access to. Right. And, you know, we, it, whether it was, you know, ripped, uh, you know, DVDs or even CDs of anime, there was very minimal stuff that was on TV. And, um, you know, I'll say my own personal story. I'm not afraid to admit it. I think the first time I ever really watched anime was YTV, watch Sailor Moon. I'm not going to doubt it, right? It's like it was Sailor Moon, Pokemon, and Dragon Ball Z, right? It was, what's all, it was what was available. Um, but it was, it was interesting because the stories were actually interesting. You know, you got these characters who would just grow and become better through either hard work you know, obviously some talent and, uh, you know, but in the end of the day, there was like a lot of sweat equity. There was some stories like what's like, what about anime stories like attract you? So you say you talk about Dragon Ball Z. Like, I, I think we are like, what about the, the, the Dragon Ball Z really caught you? Right. Like, was it something? Don't tell me it was just the powering up all the time, because think, as, much uh, as, as much as you know, I, I love you hit a nail Dragon on the head Z. right there, Adam. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I think you hit a nail, uh, nail around the head right there where you stated the fact that uh, it's about characters who potentially had no power and uh, eventually through hard work and uh, and trying and and just kept pushing themselves that eventually they became who they were. And, uh, and, and um, there was a very, uh, I guess, a hidden, hidden part that makes you feel yourself that one day you could be like that, even though it is all just cartoon and stories, but uh, it just it really pushes you to really try harder and uh, be the best of what you can be. Yeah, it, it, it was inspiring, right? Like you, well, you remember like that first Dragon Ball Z episode and you know, like Dragon Ball Z was back in like the nineties, right? Like it started in 1989, it, it ran to like 1996, but it was basically in the heart of our childhood. But you start with like Goku, right? Like you remember that first, those first few episodes where he was basically getting his butt whooped by his brother Raditz. And he was like, nobody. Yeah, like, remember Raddus was joking. He's like, oh, you only have power level, you know, 400. It's like, you can't even touch me and stuff like that. And he would get, it required him and Piccolo plus, like, his son, like, Gohan to kick, uh, you know, to beat Raditz. And every single time he'd come back stronger. And, you know, that, like you said, just continuing to grow, continuing to be better. Was, you know, it was, it's interesting. Hey, I'll even admit, like, watching Sailor Moon, that's exactly what interested me. Yeah, the powers were kind of interesting, whatever. They would do this wand thing and they would like change the thing. I don't actually remember exactly what the, the storyline was. I'll be perfectly honest. But it was just always like, oh, it was just like this nobody 
who was able to become through effort, through hard work, like and lessons, somebody. And I think that's probably what a lot of uh, anime that we've watched over the years has really can be boiled down to is right like that growth. And actually, you know, what's funny, uh, I was just thinking about it earlier today, and it didn't even dawn on me. But you know what the have you ever noticed what the big difference between like Japanese animation versus like North American animation is? I never really thought about that. Well, we were, we're just talking about it now, the growth of the characters. If you think about the old school cartoons that we used to watch, right? Like Transformers, GI Joe, like the North American ones, right? Yeah. They were only about episodes, right? Every episode was different. Every episode, you know, you got Optimus Prime trying to stop Megatron from getting, you know, uh, the Energon or something like that. But no, no two episodes really connected to one another, right? You didn't have, you know, episode one was important for episode 15. So I just realized this and it was just in my research and just thinking about this podcast a little bit further, but Japanese animation actually is the ones who created that concept of connected story way before, like, you know, way before 24 came out, right? You know, that con where, ep you know, episode one, two, three, four, five, it was all connected, right? And you saw that character grow. Like we saw, we grew up with Goku. Yeah, even though it took maybe 50 episodes for him to get to Super Saiyan or something like that, even though it was only felt supposed to be a few hours, it he grew to that point, right? And, um, and you could see that over that period of time. And that happened with all the other shows that, uh, you know, we you mentioned. Naruto, if you think about it, you grew up with him as a kid all the way to an adult. You know, Bleach, um, a wide and, and a wide variety of other anime. They all are like one big story. And it's it's attractive, to be honest, right? And it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, you know, besides all the powering up and everything like that and kicking the overcoming, you know, the failures and all that other stuff like that but uh you know it's 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 it, it, even pokemon right if you think about it he had to get his like ash ketchum got his butt whooped how many times in those gyms or whatever and before he got there so um but yeah it's i think uh, anime is uh it has a really cool story and it's broadened itself to so much in our lives right like for yourself you don't it's not just about just watching anime for you right like what else do you like what are the things that are interesting about you anime? Like, do you, are you into the, the toy, the, like the, the toy industry? Are you into like the manga, you know, the man, uh, for those of you who might not be aware, manga obviously is the, uh, the Japanese version of the comics. Um, so it's, uh, you know, graphic novels based stories, but what, what, what else are you interested in, into the, you know, that's associated with anime? Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, collectibles. I'm not too much into the, the manga itself, but uh, I do like to um, have a piece of the, the actual shows or, or movies or whatever that I've been watching uh, through, for example, your background right there, all your little collectibles you have in the back. Oops, that, that, Something to actually uh, to, to have um, in hand and just uh, not even to play with, but just to look at, right? Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's uh, for the most part, um, that's it. Well, for those of you who don't know, you know, part of the reason why I invited Peter is you see this little this couple up here. Yeah, that that that's from Mr. Peter Wong right there. He knows how to he knows how to line it up, line it up and he knows how to get those rare ones. And so I'm always appreciative. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll always remember uh, or remember these opportunities. And, uh, you know, I'm always grateful. Yeah, similar to yourself. I, I think anime culture has turned more into pop culture, right? Like you see it, like you said, toys. 
Um, you know, we've, we've been to like some of those comic cons, but even in the comic cons, they have tons of anime related stuff. Um, and it's cool to see, like, even as you, as you as an adult today, like what keeps bringing you back? Like, do you, like, what, why do you still watch it? Why do you still follow it? I think it's a storyline. It's always different. You know, um, even the, it's not just about them powering up, but there's also them learning who they are, their history, learning where they come from. And, uh, and in most part, uh, that's how they get their, their real strength, right? By knowing who they are um, and overcoming whatever fears they had or, or their families may have had. Uh, I believe you know, that's, uh, it could in a way relate to a lot of us, right? Uh, overcoming that, uh, that fear from the past and, um, and achieving more in the future. Well, actually, man, that's deep, man, because, <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? that that's, you know, what if you think about it? I guess that's true, right? Like we're both, we're both children of immigrants and the concept of, you know, overcoming the obstacles that are in front of you is something that our parents kind of emphasized, you know, throughout our, throughout our lives. It's that there is always going to be obstacles and there's always, but there never is a, you should never run out of heart. Basically you ne should never run out of hard work, right? You should always keep trying and keep pushing. And like you said, like you can always keep growing. You can always keep learning about yourself. And it's something that you can always um, improve on in your life. And honestly, to your, like, I would, I'm hoping that I could teach the same to my kids. And that's why, you know, anime, comics, these characters, yeah, they might seem like fun or childish, right? But the reality is there are some really underlying lessons and uh there's some really underlying good examples that they can bring right like i would love to be able to continue telling my kid this and uh, bringing his interest into it and and showing him that the lessons that you can learn that hey it's about hard work like like we're saying all these anime characters they're usually the runts of the litter right they're usually like power level one and uh, they're always written off and you know they always find a way to be more and, uh, you know, that's, I think that's a, I think that's an important thing to remind our kids going forward and reminder, heck, heck remind ourselves. It never stops. Even if we might be wearing cartoon t-shirts at the age of, I'll say 30, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, that, that, that's good. Um, and, you know, it's good to hear, you know, why you uh, fell in love with the anime. Um, anything you, anything you're watching now that you want to let the audience know that you, uh, that you want to promote? Uh, well, not so much. Uh, well, I don't know if they're Japanese animes, but I have been watching a few of my kids right now. Um, they're more, they're mostly uh, Netflix um, uh, story cartoons, I will say. Yeah. But uh, the the artistry and um, the storyline itself is very anime Japanese ish. Driven, so, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching um, uh, Dragon Prince. Mm, okay. Uh, and uh, oh, and then Shira. That kind of stuff with my daughters. Yeah, I have uh, two daughters, so they really do enjoy <laughs> the, the the female power, women's strength, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's uh, it just goes to show you the influence that anime has had, right? Oh, in in North American culture, I was just reading somewhere. It's crazy, but sixty percent of all animation in the world is based on anime, right? Like the revenue is based oh, yeah. on like either it's i think it's either from anime or actually just like anime driven and there's like 
all like all that stuff you're seeing on Netflix, for example. Yeah, you can't really say it's necessarily anime because it's not from Japan per se, but it's it's driven by the uh, like their or the origin of it is uh, you know from anime, um, uh, like uh, like driven by anime interests, right? Yeah. And there's your power player right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you 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 you're uh you're you're the follower in your house. It's okay. You're you're not the hero in your home. That's fine. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> but um but yeah, it's it's crazy, right? Like it's crazy how anime has uh, pushed um itself into our north american culture and is a normal thing. And like you said, yeah. there's so much stuff on Netflix um you know, uh, Rio was just telling me that they are thinking of, I think, bringing back the last uh, uh, Avatar, the last Airbender again, and that and that's actually based on um, that's from Nickelodeon, right? It's actually North American written, so it's not actually true anime, it, but the concept is. You would think it's like straight out of like anime, like the animation, the styles, you know, the the whole experience, right? Um, yeah. You know, honestly, I, I didn't know until I looked it up that it wasn't actually anime. So, you know, that's, that's your, your your daughters want your attention. Yeah, they're trying to uh, come in and get some screen time. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. They're their own anime characters themselves. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, since you you have, uh, you know, your, I know your daughters are trying to get your attention. Let's get to the main event uh, of the, the, the day. And, uh, you know, today's main topic is we could talk about anime for ages and go through the stories and the histories and, you know, what's our favorite episodes and everything like that. But I think that would probably be too much for, um, you know, our podcast. Uh, I think we probably want to narrow it down for the audience so they don't get totally bored. Uh, but uh, I think we also want to get some of their feedback and what's a controversial topic. Um, so today's topic is what is your, who are your top three anime characters in your life? Now, obviously we're probably going to have similar uh, characters since we grew up with each other. But what I want to be able to do is I want you to go through your top three characters and elaborate. Why are they interesting? You know what episode made you that made them your favorite, or what was it like? How did like how how did they make your top three? And in some cases where we're gonna have similar characters, we can just talk about it together. Um, but if we don't, I'd like to hear what you're thinking, and I'll let you know um, what I think about them as well. Does that work for you? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So what we'll do is let's start off with the. Uh, we'll start off with your third best one and we'll make your way up. So go three, two, one, and we'll end obviously with your, you know, your all-time favorite uh, in character. Uh, okay. All right. All right. And, um, and uh, we'll, I'll, if we have ones in different orders, we'll, we'll, we'll just talk about it regardless. So we'll start with you and then we'll, we'll just swap back and forth. Does that work for you? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. All right. Sounds good, man. All right. Peter Wong. My friend for 30 plus years. Let's hope this podcast doesn't end that. <laughs> All right. So uh, who is your number three favorite anime character? All right. Uh, my number three uh, favorite anime character would be actually uh, Goku. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I was that, thinking that it might be higher. I was, I was thinking it might yeah. be higher. It, you know, and, and truthfully, um, uh, he was probably my number one for a while. But uh, I think with uh, the issue with uh, this character is uh, he's too powerful, just like Superman, you know, like uh, when you have a character that's too powerful, 
Um, either there's two things that's going to happen. The storyline or the movies or whatever that they're going to do with it is just going to suck because they can never build um, a, an enemy just as powerful. Hmm. And when they do make an enemy just as powerful or, or power more powerful, uh, it just becomes a little bit too far-fetched. And I feel like the storyline itself, it's, it's getting to a point where um, this guy's become too much of a god now, right? And uh, which which he does have that, that power-up level now where it's uh, super level... Uh, sorry, sorry, Super Saiyan God mode, which uh, which at that point, like when you create a character stronger than him in God level, yeah, uh, it starts to become a little bit uh, hard to watch. I can say, but yeah. uh, but in the end, of the day, um, he did build. Uh, like I said earlier, he was the one I first started watching. He did um, create that uh, that uh, the love for anime. Uh, in me so he does hold a, a piece in my heart however there are other characters who may not be as powerful as uh, Goku who who definitely I, I feel like earns a right as the top two or top one but Goku uh, he's definitely a, a top three uh, with his uh, um, heroic nature his uh, his um, wanting to defend his friends his family and and everybody actually but uh, and also yeah uh, even when he powers up, I think the most recent one would be uh, the Ultra Instinct, which is actually pretty cool as well. So, yeah, Goku's my number three. Whoa, yeah, no, I, you know what? I will tell you first, he did not actually make my list, and I'm actually kind of shocked personally. But when I thought about it really hard, he, he did not make my list um, personally myself. But I agree with everything you said. You know, he is the one of the original. He's the originator of. You know, our interests right like he was the hero that's uh that really brought the whole you know you start from the you got from the lowest of lows and you're still able to overcome but you, you're right he'd be if you build a storyline all the time around the one guy who can just beat everybody it kind of just like throws it throws the whole you know flow off a bit and and this uh and, and it kind of makes it less exciting and less interesting and that'll get to the reason why one of the characters on my list is on the top of the uh near the top of the list and that's specifically for that uh reason that um you you know goku although a great character you know it got a little boring right and his only flaw was that he was kind of stupid Right. Like not, 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 not in a bad way, but he remember he would like let his guard down and basically he would lose. Right. Like uh, an example is the uh, the resurrection of Frieza movie with for Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Z, where he was basically beating Frieza, golden Frieza. And he basically let his guard down and Frieza's henchman shot him in the back with a laser beam, which is like, uh, hello, dude, it's a laser beam. You were just blocking a huge fireballs to your face and you failed to a laser beam which is exactly what Whis told them right the the angel on dragon ball z is like goku your fatal flaw is that you just let your guard down everywhere which you know makes like i know that's supposed to speak to his greater character his heart but i'm like dude anyway it's like that if that's the only thing that can beat him that's not that's not a realistic character, but to your point, he's such a powerful character. Um, you know, he's meant a lot to our history and, uh, yeah, you know, I can still remember the day when he first went super Saiyan and I was just like, <laughs> uh, I, I will say, and I don't know if you agree with me, 
the only the only hiccup with Dragon Ball Z that always drove me nuts is that sometimes, especially with the older Dragon Ball Zs, it would take forever to get anywhere. Yeah. Right. Like I think remember that Frieza arc? It was like fifty episodes before he got to being super super saiyan like i read somewhere like that whole battle like that whole like that whole planet namek thing was only like a few days right but it for us it would take like two years of watching episodes before they finish and i'm like you really need to just just go right like yeah. it, 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 it like and i think they learned their lesson when they did uh, dragon ball super they really just pushed it along quickly um but man sometimes dragon ball z it was like be goku going ah, for like five episodes and i'll be like yeah. <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> or running on that uh, uh running in heaven for a while just to reach uh, king kai's planet <laughs> yeah it's like what was it it took him like a year to run to king kai's but it only took him like, you know, uh, a day to uh, fly back. And I'm like, I know yeah. he trained, but that's a big difference, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Think a, you know, a year. And then it's like, even when, yeah, you like when that Dragon Ball Z episode, it took how many years for Vegeta and Nappa to get to Earth on those like, like those, their, 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 those pods. But for some reason, it only took like seven, like whatever, one week for Goku to go to Namek. Like, yeah, I know space yeah. is big, but I'm like, I don't understand. Suddenly these, like, they go from one year to like, you know, one, one day or something like that. Right. It's like, what do you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I think those are the slight flaws that, uh, that Dragon Ball would always have, but, uh, we all, we all loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I, 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 I like your pick Goku. It didn't make my list though. It, he didn't make my list as much which as I'm it quite shocked. which I'm shocked. Cause like, look, I'm, I'm, wear t-shirt and the dolls and everything <laughs> in the background he's a but like you said he to you he's an important character to me as well he's a very important character in defining um you know who who uh who my interest in anime uh, myself and uh he carried me through my childhood you know Tor, uh, you know akira toriyama you know props to him you know hello little one we have we we have a superstar Hi. Hello, little one. How are you doing? Hi. Did you get a haircut? No, it's just not growing. Oh, <laughs> you look like, well, I guess the last time I saw you, you had a hat. <laughs> are you going to be interested in Dragon Ball? Oh, she can't hear you. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you go? Look, it's, your, it's like a twin. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's like I said, like Dragon Ball has been a mainstay. But even I think similar to you, once I got into <laughs> my uh, 20s, it, 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 Dragon Ball wasn't as a big thing uh, for me. Um, I think some of the, and I didn't mention this earlier, but like some of the characters that uh, I grew interested in, which I'll explain with my characters. <laughs> He's like, I want to be on TV too. I want to be on TV. <laughs> Daddy, what is he saying? Uh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and uh, your your daughters are amazing. Oh, thank you. But um, but yeah. Anyway, I'll get to some of the, my history with anime in a little bit. But uh, it's um, 
uh, anyway, Goku definitely made a huge difference in my life. And it really hooked me all the way through high school and into, uh, into my uh, 20s. So I'm never going to not be uh, appreciative of it. But now as an adult, I'll tell you, if I have to think real hard about it, my favorite character anime, third favorite anime character is actually turned into being Vegeta. Okay. Yeah. So I it, it, it was weird to me to come up with Vegeta if I think about it. Because in the end of the day, first, he's been a bad guy. Um, he was originally a bad guy. And uh, the, the thing is, though, his character has become such a staple in the anime universe. Uh, but also for the fact that he's kind of like the anti-main character. Without his like he is the ying he is the yang to the goku's ying right like without a vegeta there is no goku for what he is like i know in some of those you know in a lot of the more recent dragon balls he's basically like the vegeta character has said hey i wouldn't be where i am without goku because this fool keeps pushing me to be better right and i keep pushing myself to be better but when i look at vegeta's character the whole his whole premise of he he went from everything he deserves everything because he's the prince of sands to i will earn everything there is nothing given and he is like the anti he, i wouldn't say he's the antithesis of goku because they both work like crazy but he he is definitely not the most talented one he, and like he and he learned from his mistake right he always he's it's interesting because he's a character who said who was given everything and you know, he, he was supposed to be the king of all sands. And then he was basically just shown that he's not, he was not who everybody was trying to claim him to be. And rather than pout about it, or rather than say, saying, why is it not fair? He basically said, screw this. I'm just going to work my butt off and try to be better than you, no matter what. And, you know, and in a way, He's actually the more responsible character in that show. You know, his love for his family, he like he won't sacrifice his like uh, his family for anything. Like, you know, when Beerus, uh, the god of destruction, you know, slapped Bulma, even though he was going to probably die, he was like, screw this. I'm going to go. He went ape. He went crazy and went after Beerus. You know, and uh, he, you know, he didn't want to leave for that tournament of superpower in Dragon Ball Super because his daughter might be born. And he's like, no, my daughter's more important than whatever this fighting thing is. Right. And like, he's the true family man. And, uh, you know, you could probably say Goku is a bit negligent. He's also that's a that's a little bit of a flaw in his character, too. He's a, yeah. kind of a super negligent father. Um, but at the same so time, he is a father you want to be then, right? Yeah, he would probably be like he—he's just like that's funny. He's like the more anti-Goku. Like he, like he, he's almost like he—he—he he, he understands his responsibilities in his life, right? Yeah. Uh, but but besides that, it's just I think it goes to like his character development through like Dragon Ball Z. Like he when he went through the first Dragon Ball Z where he was the bad guy, then he went to Namek and still the bad guy, killing everything. But he was. Um, but then he started, he, 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 you know, he rescued Go, uh, Bulma, Goku, and Krillin, and Gohan. And then he came back to Earth and he was like, oh man, he fell in love with Bulma. And then he, and then he, he was tempted by Majin Buu. And, but then he ended up sacrificing himself to try to save everybody, to save his family. And then, like, eh, like this whole character arc is actually pretty nice. 
like from a yo-yo kind of perspective right yeah and i and i like that kind of character right like it's it, it's interesting when the you know the character has flaws and and grows out of them um and it's not the obvious hero and actually i don't know you know i i may not have watched too as much anime as some of our viewers but i really i thought that was pretty interesting i don't know what do you what do you think about vegeta yeah no i agree i agree with what you just said uh i i did think about him as well um in regards to where he came from starting off as a villain and uh slowly becoming um a good guy and uh and if you think about it like uh, where you said Majin Buu I think that was the turn where he really changed his character itself really changed and became um uh the complete opposite of what he was right because even after I, I believe it was a cell saga after that event where uh, Goku died and Gohan um saved the world uh there was a movie that came out I forgot which one it was what it was called uh, Bojack or something like that, hmm. and uh, and in it you'll see uh, Future Trunks there, um, and Future Trunks is trying to help his dad and everything. But meanwhile, uh, Vegeta uh, was still trying to push him away because he still had that pride in him. But uh, when you watch the later episodes after um, the Boo Saga, he did uh, definitely change a lot, and you can see the way he treated his kids, his family, and like you said, even when uh, Boma got slapped, um, he, he's who's going to defend her honor or, or fight back as much as he can, right? Even though, even though, even if it meant he was going to die, right? Yeah. So yeah, he is a good character. I agree. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, maybe not as strong as Goku, but uh, definitely uh, um, makes up for Goku's flaws. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's a bit of a grounding, right? And I like how they balance off each other. It's, it, it, I think a lot of <laughs> like, to be honest, I think, the ones that we've watched and you know the I, i'll say it like naruto bleach all of them right they all have that how do you say that character balance where there's always somebody who's trying to make the other the main character stronger or push them right mm-hmm. um, and, and and make them desire to be better right um so uh yeah i i i think goku vegeta vegeta goku they're you know they're they're, they're both uh, amazing characters and um you know it's 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 something that uh, is always gonna you know mean a lot mean a lot yeah nice yeah. nice nice all right <clears throat> number two what is your number two favorite anime character or who is your number two favorite anime number character? two would be um uh, i'm not sure if you ever watch this one his name is uh, lelouch uh, uh, and it's uh from an anime called uh cold Gaius. Uh, I'm not for, not sure if I've ever spoken to you or talked to you about it, uh, but just uh, it's been a while since I watched it as well. But uh, just a very quick uh, uh, plot summary. So it's in regards to um, I guess you could say like an empire that's been taken over, uh, an empire that is taking over uh, the country, and uh, in it there was uh, the emperor himself and his son who was uh, similar to Vegeta, was promised everything, was going to get everything. Uh, but he ended up getting uh, these special powers from uh, an alien uh, race. And uh, with those powers, he was able to pretty much change uh, the way things came out. And he eventually started to uh, uh, fight back against his father, which actually was his stepfather, and, um, and stopped the war and all that stuff. But uh, this character himself, uh, the reason why I liked him was, uh, I think he started off as a very cocky, um, arrogant, rich, bratty boy. 
And uh, when he got to powers, he, uh, he saw uh, not only did, was he able to change the world, but he was able to change himself as well because he, he realized uh, how bad uh, the situation was, how bad the world was becoming uh, with his uh, stepfather taking over uh, the entire uh, country. But um, uh, in it, you'll see him making a lot of friends, growing, uh, and uh, the character development was actually uh, very powerful as well. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, he, I won't say if you're looking at comparing power levels, he definitely wasn't at that power level as Goku. Um, he, he couldn't fight actually, his fighting skills were really bad. He had a friend uh, that was in the army who grew up with nothing and uh, he uh, was actually a, a lot better fighter than he was, but at the same time because of these powers that he had and, and more or less he had the power to, uh, to change one's, um, or sorry, the power to convince someone to do something. And he only was able to do it once. Like if he convinced you in the past to jump up and down, he was unable to use that power on you again. So in it was more or less kind of like a chess match, uh, which he actually uh, uh, did refer back to a lot was uh, the chess match. And it was more of like an intellectual uh, anime and how he was going to be able to stop his father and all that stuff. So um, that's what, that was something I really liked about it, right? Like it wasn't all about strength. It was a lot about him using his brains, that kind of thing. So that would be my uh, number two. Wow, that's pretty cool. When uh, when did you start watching that? That one, I think I came, I think I watched that in two thousand two, maybe two thousand three. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a very long. Oh, no, no, sorry, uh, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine was when I started watching that one. Oh wow, yeah. did it, is it finished? It's like all done. Yeah, it's finished. Yeah. Oh. So no, definitely something that uh, if you haven't watched it, something that you I, I would highly recommend. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it is an older one, so you just have to watch. Oh, it's pretty good, man! Like you, you really went the full gamut in terms of like uh, uh, style of uh, anime and, and story. <laughs> well, actually, that's a good question. Maybe like let me know. It's like how do how did you how do you go about finding different animes uh, to watch? Uh, I usually just look at the covers, truthfully. But the cover interests me. Some of them was, uh, for example, Naruto and Bleach, actually, those were uh, recommended to me by, uh, by someone I met, my friend I met in the army. Mm -hmm. uh, after that, I didn't know what to watch. Uh, so it'll either be looking at the cover or my, actually my cousin, uh, she was really into uh, anime as well. And she actually recommended some of them to me too. So, and which uh, I think she recommended uh, my first pick, which I'll state later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's funny how that is, right? Like it's not something you just for me and, and similar to you that we, I was like actively like looking for all the time. Right. Like I, I got a lot of uh, for, like my high, my highest point of interest in anime was um, in university uh, had a great roommate who really liked anime and manga. And he even actually did a work term in Japan and he would just recommend all this stuff. And I just, you know, got into it, um, you know, back in the day, the, the internet, you could just find almost anything, uh, a little, almost, almost e like a little bit easier. I would say not to, to show some respect to copyright and everything like that. But, um, I, I like for me, me and some of my favorite animes, unfortunately, they're not going to make a character list for me, but some of my favorite animes are like these one-off movies or these short series, like my all time favorite series, um, even though I didn't not, I'm not going to pull a character from it is, I don't know if you ever heard of a uh, neon Genesis Evang Evangeline oh, yeah. and it's, 
it's like super like originally like the concept of these humans um you know basically they're you 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 get introduced to it as humans controlling these super large bots that are trying to fight these alien creatures coming in right but it turns out to be some crazy existential you know uh uh, idea about creation and and who we are and all this other stuff right because you know they 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 knew about these aliens forever and they've been like like the technology of the 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 the, the this large robots are actually based on the aliens and all this other stuff right and it's like it's just some kind of crazy storyline it's it's and it's very short too it's only like i think one season and it was just like it, it it's it's totally and, and this goes back to what you're saying about anime it doesn't have to be about the power levels it could just be about this like the mind like the more thought-based storylines right it's like how does somebody you know in your case your your last example how does he use his power in a very chess-like fashion to be able to you know uh, resolve the situation and it could be more than about just you know powering up there's like some actual character driven development in all this right and in neon genesis it's all about like you know what is the meaning of life kind of thing right like that um another one that i really you know fell for uh series and if you ever look this up did you ever watch a uh, berserk or hair about yeah. berserk that one is like I think when it came to, it wasn't the first one that I got introduced to that was extreme. It was extremely like gory, like in terms of like violence. So if you like a violent anime and you just don't do it around your daughters, like it is extremely violent. Like you're like, you're talking like arms, legs, guts, head ripped off, like crazy stuff. Right. But it's yeah, like, yeah. but it, but it wasn't, that wasn't like, yeah, that, that was what's interesting from an action perspective, but the character, himself has like it basically he was an innocent kind of guy who was extremely good fighter with he had this like super heavy sword that he would uh fight with and that nobody else could fight with like he, he was just like this massive sword but basically there was a movie about it and then there was this long series but essentially he's he has to fight demons but he basically trusted the demons first too much and he basically it costs him everything and uh, he's just basically trying to <laughs> okay hi hi i got a candy thing and um, i want to ask you if you want any oh okay you can have it but we're saving some for tomorrow okay i mean it's a lol one Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's so uh, mature now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So if you ever get a chance, Berserk is pretty interesting. And it's, it's once again, it goes back to like, you know, uh, you know, light and dark and like meaning of life and stuff like that. And it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, you, they get really serious with some of these stories, but yeah, man, that, that's uh uh, I, 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 which is funny. I, I like all these characters, but my list is kind of pretty basic. <laughs> uh, I don't go into, I, I, it goes to just goes to show you, I'm still a kid. So, so I will get into no, my number two, my number two, uh, character, uh, you know, of interest, uh, for anime, uh, of, of my life is it's actually go on. <laughs> Okay. I'm kind of, I might be slightly overdoing the Dragon Ball a little bit here, but I guess I, I've, I spent, the biggest fan? <laughs> for, 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 I've spent a far, far too much. I have watched a lot of other anime. 
honestly i have um i guess once again it's weird because gohan's not even the main character yeah i guess what interests me and what keeps me following is that they keep nerfing his character but bringing him back around um it was weird to me because in dragon ball like they they help almost make it like a succession plan where goku would then like you have gohan who has all this talent but he's more human and he has to understand what's the importance of what they're doing right and he's reluctant he's the reluctant hero right it's just like vegeta he's a reluctant hero because he doesn't want to be like he understands he has to do it but it's not necessary right it's like it's not like goku just wants to keep fighting everybody right but mm -hmm. like go like go gohan to me is it was made logical sense that he was going to be the next hero of that whole series right because you know he beat cell and then he kind of took he went back to being normal and he lost his strength and he had to grow again. And then I think like within, when they went for that whole Majin Buu and then he was supposed to be like the mystic Gohan, I'm like, why didn't they just have him win? Like, I don't understand why they couldn't like they, the, his character had a good character arc. Instead they had to just go back to being Goku kicking everybody's butt. Right. And I'm like, and then like to, and then like to the point where even in Dragon Ball super, like his character is an intellectual character who has, who has love for his family but realizes that in order to make in order to protect that family he has to you know tap into what he has been given and and what he has worked for right and you know it's it's something that you realize you have to make certain sacrifices for the greater good right it's not all about just you so I thought it was an interesting character arc and it probably goes to show you, I spent probably too much time with Dragon Ball. Um, I debated between like Gohan and maybe even like Bleach and uh, uh, you know, Ichigo and some of the characters on Bleach, I kind of really like as well. Um, like I, another, an example of what I, I, I would say in comparison where like, I, I feel like they nerfed his character and and they, they could have spent more time developing it more in bleach was um you know uh kenpachi right where like mm. where i'm like he's like this super powerful character who after he faced ichigo he kind of learned about himself like about you know what are the opportunities for growth and fighting for more than just yourself and he was gonna grow and then they just like decided to go away from it in the show it's like nah it's fine it's like he, I'll just he's just gonna make him in a, you know some like just some crazy just person who wants to just keep you know cutting people right um like they like I don't I don't know did you ever read the uh, end of the bleach manga no no okay so I, I won't ruin it for you but like they 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 bring out some good character development with Kenpachi and for bleach that I'm hoping they're gonna bring in the anime because did you hear they're actually going to do that last character uh the last bleach arc that was in the manga in the anime i finished already uh no no they're gonna bring it back so they actually didn't finish it correctly right like there's a whole huge arc it's a pretty good arc in the manga that they were yeah. supposed to do um and they just i think they announced recently like last year obviously before the pandemic that they were actually going to they're bringing back the anime and um they're going to uh uh, bring back the last arc, which is pretty cool. Basically, the last arc is the war between the Quincy's and the Shinigami. So yeah, I thought they had that as the manga already. In the manga, they did, but they didn't do it in the anime. Sorry, yeah, anime. I thought they had an anime already. They didn't. They didn't do. They didn't finish it. 
Oh, I thought they didn't do it. Yeah. They didn't do it in totality and it's going to be pretty cool. It's like, okay. there's, there's so much like, like every character just like has their own little thing, like including like the Kenpachi and like everything like that. Right. So was that the one where Kenpachi fights um, the uh, Shinigami 13 or 12? Uh, no, no, no. It's he, he'll be, he'll, he's fighting a Quincy as well, but like he has to like gr- change like quite a bit. Like he changes quite a bit. Oh, okay. like his, his character changes quite a bit. It's pretty interesting. So that's the one where they had the Quincy uh, boss, right? The, the one who had blood in each of the Quincy's, like each of them yeah. were really related to him. Yeah, oh. yeah. You that one ended. Uh, no, no, no. Like it's uh, not not quite done. Like they. Oh, okay. That's why it's like it's weird. They kind of like finished it incomplete, right? So. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's gonna be pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I know it seems weird. Like I think. I think probably like that whole cell saga with Gohan is probably always what sticks with me and um, you know, him basically just getting pushed to the limit um, you know, and, uh, and, and, and finding something deep down inside. Um, yeah. It's Goku like, but his reluctance is what's interesting to me as a character. And, um, and then also it's like, they've like, honestly, I put him on that list because he got, he, he's, he, at least Vegeta had a legitimate character arc. I almost feel bad for Gohan. Like they yo-yoed his character. And I don't know if that was Toriyama's intent, but like, like, honestly, it's like they, they, at least the creators of Dragon Ball Super gave him like some respectability. Um, but in the end, like he, like he's more almost human. So oh, yeah. I, I know it's, it, it's oh, not unless, everybody's favorite character, but I, I kind of, I like him. They, unless they, uh, they were able to get Krillin to that level of uh, strength. I don't yeah. think it would make sense if they made Gohan stronger than Goku because Goku now is at God level because he has the Saiyan blood. Whereas Gohan, I think he's because he has a part human and part Saiyan that he would never be able to, in my opinion, would never be able to surpass Vegeta, Goku, or any of those pure bloods, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, unless you introduce one punch man in there and somehow one <laughs> punch man uh, had a baby with Goku, then yeah, that might be a different story. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. So, which is why I don't think Gohan should be in that top level. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get, I get it. It's, it's just, it just seems so logical to me in the series. But um, I think you're thinking of Go, uh, Gohan from uh, the Cell Saga. Even in uh, the Buu Saga, he wasn't that great either. But the Cell Saga, well, peak. When he went first, when he first did that whole first Mystic thing, I thought that was like, you know, he was he he was beating like Majin, like for, he was beating Buu, right? And yeah. pattern, it's like, <laughs> like that, that's why it's like sometimes I wonder about like 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 the Dragon Ball storyline. Like it, there are parts where it's good, and then parts it's like somebody just says, "Oh no, no, I want Goku to, to win." And it's like all of a sudden it's like, "No, no, I, I want Goku to win." It's like, yeah. come on, yeah. It's like give, give me a break. It's like you know, it's like you can't keep going back to the same story. It's not called Goku Z. It's called Dragon Ball, right? <laughs> Z, right? So whatever it's 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 fine uh yeah yeah. um all right it's um yeah so before we get into our top ones um i want to ask you a question uh you know like do you like do you see like anime still being a part of your life uh you know into into the future and with your kids and like what are the what are the values and benefits that you've seen uh, about anime that uh you know over the last 
you know, 30 years of your life or while more like the 20 years of your life? Mm, I think, uh, yeah, no, definitely anime would definitely be in our lives still. Uh, at least for mine. I don't know if my, my daughters will enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, they do love to watch our TV, but uh, when it comes to watching anime, I haven't really exposed them to that yet just because of the, uh, the violence you can see in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, do, I do find, although people might think that uh, it's for kids, it is a very mature uh, storyline, a mature, uh, it's from a very mature audience. So uh, by that time, you know, do you really have control of your kids and what they watch? Uh, I may not, but uh, uh, for me, definitely uh, the stories and the, the drawings continue to uh, grow or move on the level that they're moving right now. Uh, I'm sure they'll enjoy it just as much as I did, right? And uh, uh, sorry, uh, as much as I have. So uh, definitely, yeah, it will be in our lives. Yeah, man, I, I 100% agree with you right there. I don't think it's going anywhere. Well, I've invested in a lot, so I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it, It's definitely something I'm going to raise my kid on or at least introduce the, him to, uh, you know, going forward. Because like you said, I think, okay, first off, the animation is incredible, right? Like I, I first, I really enjoy that, the quality of it um, to the point where I can see what the styles I like and the styles I don't. Um, uh, but I think the most important thing, then you hit the nail on the head is the character, the development, the maturity level of the stories they have. They basically take movie level or TV series level drama and storylines and put it in animated form. And that's probably why it's so popular um, uh, uh, entertainment media in, in in, in Japan and around the world, because you can obviously do so much with animation that you can't do with regular characters. Um, but also, like you said, uh, as long as they keep bringing the character development and the stories that they have, um, you know, they can really just teach a lot. And they're just great, really good entertainment. You know, honestly, um, I, I know some animes get really, like, a, like I was saying, really existential. Some get really graphically violent, which to your point, I probably don't bring it up with my kid too much because even he recognizes Dragon Ball Z and he's like, Dragon Ball Z, ha ha ha, you know, ha ha ha, that one, yeah. I love that one. It's like, I love, the, I love, like, I love Goku, ha 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 ha, right? And then yeah. I'm like, uh, okay, I think I should stop watching that in front of you for a little bit. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, like it's, it's just been so like, you know, you, you've seen our kids at those like Comic-Con conventions, right? Like I brought my kid to San Diego Comic-Con and he loved the Dragon Ball exhibit. Uh, uh, you know, the, the one that we saw at the Metro Convention Center, they had a similar one in San Diego. And it's like, it just blew him away. The colors, the animation, the the coolness of it. Um, and then hopefully he'll, he'll like the stories too. And I mm -hmm. think there's a lot to learn from it. And I think it's yeah, just, sure. you know, some. Honestly, compared to some of the other, you know, the, the shows and TV media out there, like, what would you rather have, right? I would almost say I'd prefer um, having him watch anime than some of the weird stuff that's out there today, right? Mm -hmm. and, and at least with anime, and, and this is, a, you know, something that, you know, I try to bring up, at least with anime, there is some consistency and representation, yeah. right? Like, I don't have to explain to my kid Hey, how come there's a misrep like there's an overrepresentation or misrepresentation of characters on a TV show, right? At least with anime, they may not get 
you know, uh, they may not get influenced by like perception or like, like having a, not having enough visible minorities on a show, right? Like you're talking, they learn from the series itself and it's just a cartoon, right? And they're, they're like, yeah, there's some stereotypes, but there's not like TV stereotypes. And I think that's something that would be impactful for our kids. Like I think about, you know, the Dragon Balls and the Naruto's and the Bleaches and all that stuff. And you don't see race in a way, right? Like you just see the story and like the interest of it. And I think that's important, obviously, to our kids. But anyway, <laughs> I think that's probably for another discussion. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know I've used up a lot of your time. Uh, let's get to the ultimate answer of the day. Peter Wong, what, who is your favorite anime character of all time? All right. So my favorite anime character of all time, I think I've spoken about this person many times, or this uh, anime at least. And, and, and truthfully, I don't know why, like how or why this one's become so big on me. But the more I think of it, uh, I, I think I'm, I am very, I do really, there are times where I do think about uh, my history, my, my, my family, my, my lineage and all that stuff. And I think this is where, where this one uh, uh, kind of, in a way, connected with me. And it's, uh, the, the anime itself is called Flame of Rekka. Mm. And the character himself is uh, Rekka. Um, have you watched it, Adam? No, I haven't watched it. I've heard of it though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and in the story itself, uh, it's, a, it's like a teenage boy um, who acquires, or I, I can't say acquires, but he has uh, these powers in him. And uh, at first, you think it's just uh, a skills that he he earned or whatnot, but in reality, um, it's it's eight dragon flames that reside in his body, and each of these flames, not to ruin the story, is actually. Um, uh, a piece of his history, like uh, an ancestor of his, uh, who used to be in a way a, a flame uh, bender himself. And uh, when they pass away, their body becomes this uh, spiritual dragon flame that uh, goes into them. And uh, and, and I, I guess it's because uh, growing up, I was very uh, very close to my grandparents. And uh, you know, a piece of me just doesn't want to think that uh, they disappeared, and a piece of me wants to believe that they're in me. So, uh, so it's pretty cool watching this anime, seeing that these flames, uh, he, he was able to control and was in him. They all had their own personalities uh, from when they were alive and uh, they were all there for him to use to protect him and whatnot. So it's a very cool storyline uh, mm. if you ever get a chance to watch it as well. I don't think this one ended properly. I think it's similar to Bleach. It ended very abruptly as well. But um, uh, when you get to the certain parts of it, it does get very uh, interesting. Mm. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. That kind of reminds me of like the Hulk. It's probably not the same, but like the concept of, you know, Avatar, the last airbender and having those ancestors, you know, be a part of you and progress and, and try to teach you and train you and, and, and help you learn from who they are. It sounds like, so it definitely sounds like something I want to uh, uh, catch up on. And uh, it, it sounds like it has an extremely deep meaning. When did, uh, when did you watch that one? This one came out in 2002. So uh, I think I probably watched it in 2007. I, I believe I watched this before I actually watched um, Cold Gaius uh, or before I watched uh, Naruto and before I watched uh, Bleach. Uh, I, that's when I watched this one. No, man, that's uh, that's just pretty good. Yeah, it, it sounds like something you could definitely uh, get into. And you know what? I'm, I, I love hearing how, uh, you know, all these anime characters have touched your 
touched you from a character perspective and, um, you know, help you realize a little bit about yourself and, and who you are, because like we're saying, you know, it's more than just powering up, right. It's more than just, you know, as my parents used to call it verbal diarrhea, but, (laughs) um, there's real development here and there's real growth and, uh, there's real educational value. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm, 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 I'm loving these recommendations. I'm, 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 I'm writing them all down I'm, I'm going to go check these out. Uh, you know, that's partially why I do this podcast, right? Cause then I learn, I learn about all this stuff and then I give me something to do in my spare time. Fair enough. <laughs> no, yeah, man. That, uh, the anime industry didn't uh, blow up when it, during this time of COVID, especially because you would think, especially because movies weren't getting pushed out as much. Um, uh, they would start making more animes or, uh, uh but I'm assuming it's because, uh, uh, the COVID is not hitting. It's it's pretty much now that we have vaccines going to clear up soon. But if I could see if the COVID did go longer, anime probably would have been the next stock you want to invest in. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I I think it's always going to be a a staple. I I think it's already hit an additional stride, right? Like if you think about how it's part of our culture, it's an acceptable acceptable part of our culture. It's like how you know, you got to give Marvel their due, right? Like they've made, uh, you know, anime, a- animation, graphic novels, comics, all that, uh, a standard or a, an acceptable norm in today's society, right? Like you, you remember like when we go to like Fan Expo or Comic-Con, how like there's so many people, but more than that, it's like, it's starting to be part of the city, right? Like when it happens, you see it out on the street, people taking photos, doing cosplay, you know, all around the city. Heck I've done like cosplay myself. Um, and it's, it's, it's not looked at like, you know, what is this, right? It's not looked like as like some kind of, um, niche kind of entertainment interest. People see real value in it and people see real interest and, uh, you know, and people get, a, a attached to the different characters because they're really cool right like you're like you know like they're actually interested in it because you know they're they're connected to those characters not just because it's you know powering up right or not because it's you know some kind of superpower right so yeah man it's uh i'm looking forward to what's ahead and uh you know what's what's to come so all right mine my number one in actuality um man it's like I have a lot to learn about anime, man. You've taught me because you've really, uh, really explored anime. I think I've probably kept myself into a small little bubble of interest, maybe because I just keep <laughs> rewatching the same things over and over again. I got to get out more. <laughs> but um, my all-time favorite character, just because of, I think, just out of sheer time and, and uh, time spent on that character is... Naruto, <laughs> um, the, you know, Uzumaki Naruto. And I know it seems like such a basic answer, but I can't downplay how much it's been a part of my life, right? Naruto started in 1999, which is exactly when our 20s, basically when our 20s started. And it went all the way till just 2017, uh, like literally almost 20 years. And I actually followed that storyline all the way through. Um, whether it was the manga or the anime, um, you know, obviously from a, you know, anime convention perspective, it's, well, you know, 
it's it's been a part of my life and um but specifically to the character itself i think even though it's a main character uh what kishimoto did that was very interesting to me is even though he was inspired by goku the character itself is very genuine in the sense that i think we've all been where the naruto character has been as a child which is you know you always feel reject like as a child there's always a point in your life where you feel like you're rejected by your your peers and and society you always feel isolated right all kids feel that way and and that's the good and bad about being kid you you know everybody all like kids tend to are can be sometimes mean to each other and you feel like you're not you know part of the like the the group or like the you know the 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 friends or whatever right and um it was it's always interesting in for me when for naruto that he it wasn't a matter about proving himself to others it was proving himself to himself that he was able to be normal or be be there right and stand, have his ninja way and always try to just help others even if others didn't want to accept him because in the end of the day he was trying to prove him, prove it to himself that he was able to achieve you know it was yeah the whole goal of being hokage um and for though like as you like you know to your point naruto is about this ninja village where naruto the main character is imbued with this demon but he because he's imbued with this demon he's basically rejected by society and they don't want to do anything with him and he has to basically earn his way into society even though they think that he's going to be the end of the world and he basically grows um with his vision and desire to be the leader of this society this village um even though they reject him so he basically has to prove himself to them but he doesn't focus on proving himself to them he proves he 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 focuses on proving himself to himself that he's worth that opportunity in his life through hard work obviously once again hard work is a common theme in all my characters that of interest but um you know he's he he always goes through that you know that desire to um just overcome that rejection even when it comes to his the the the, the what's it called his his uh his his yang or his yin to his yang right which is um which is sasuke right and that he's always trying to save him even though he doesn't sasuke doesn't want to be saved but into him it's he's over he wants to prove it to himself that he can always stay true to himself and save him which he does at the end right spoiler spoiler alert whatever right and um i lo- i just loved his character arc development <clears throat> i love the I just love the fact that he just never gave up on his values of who he was um no matter how much he was put to that test um and 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 uh, through all the all the enemies that he faced and that I think it's like the simplicity of believing that you can always um win out is is kind of nice but not through like unlike maybe Goku where he just overpowers everybody Naruto won out through his personality and his desire for like that you know there's good there's goodness in everybody right like even at the end it was his stubbornness that saved some of these people whether it was uh you know remember pain right like he basically said like 
even though pain killed everybody Naruto loved, he was like, I don't want to kill you because it, it's like, that's not like, that's not the point. Right. Like I, like I, I want, he, he wants to, but in the end of the day, it's not going to solve anything. It's just going to make somebody else want to be for there for revenge. He just wants to make it sure make sure nobody else gets hurt again. Right. So and anyway, I, like, I know it's a really base level reason, I guess maybe for me, it's just, realizing it's not just about overpowering anybody and it's just about you just got to believe in yourself and that's what interested it in me i know it seems like a boring reason why but oh, and, and it is, i find like you know, with the naruto character himself um his strength also came from his friends right like uh you know you said it's his stubbornness but i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he wants to protect his friends yeah um when when he was finally acknowledged uh, he realized that his strength was just like his, uh, his reincarnations, it was always about the people, not just about himself, right? Whereas Sasuke, which is his uh, yin or yang, whatever you want to call it, uh, he was all about himself. He was all about his internal strength, you know, because he felt like he was alone, his family died, and he had nobody else to fight for but himself, right? So Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. yeah Naruto, well, is, Naruto always, is a good character, yeah. Yeah, he always fight, like always fighting for his fa- friends, because he never had any, right? Like he was always rejected. Yeah. He was he was always trying. Like he would do no matter what. He would try to prove it, uh, like and uh, prove it to himself that he could always protect or always try to protect them, and uh, and, and and that was his way, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, um, yeah. I, I man, you put it so eloquently. Yo, you definitely need to join me on this pod again. We're we're gonna drag <laughs> Teddy on. Come on, man, you're super elegant at this stuff. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's a great character, and I think it's somebody that um, has uh, made a big imprint on my life. That I like to think that that is a mainstay in, in my life. That I always want to be there for my family, for my friends, no matter what. Um, do whatever you can to protect them because they give you meaning right because they they like in a way your interactions with your family and friends um are what life is about like you want them to be successful you want to be them to be happy that is you know that is your purpose right like that is that's what's important right mm-hmm. that that's what will make and that's what made naruto happy and in a way that's what makes me happy right like seeing everybody else ha- um successful and happy is what matters um anyway now we get into existential existential stuff yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah no it's um you know it's it, i think going back to what we we're saying and what uh what you've said anime has many many more layers to it anime is more than just powering up anime is more than just you know cartoonish characters right there's real character there are real lessons and I'm happy it's a part of my life, you know, and I think hearing your stories, it's uh, certainly <clears throat> made a significant impact and will make an impact, continue to make an impact in your life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Well, uh, I think we've uh, touched on a ton of topics and we've just begun, you know, uh, I think there's many more opportunities to talk about many more anime and I can't wait to have you back on the, on the uh, podcast, but uh uh, you know, I think I'll let you get going. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's been an, it's been an awesome, uh, it's been an awesome session and I really appreciate all your feedback and, uh, you know, and all your opinions. Uh, and I'm sure our audiences are, uh, some will agree with you. 
probably more will disagree with me, uh, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. That's what the Continental Pod is all about. We want to hear the opinions of you, our guests, and everybody who's out there. And uh, we want to hear some. We want to hear all the comments that come with it. So thanks, Peter, for uh, yeah, being on the pod. Uh, I hope you can come back soon. And uh, you know, I really appreciate it, man. Really, really appreciate it. So if you're listening to this and you like what you hear, or you don't like what you hear, comment. We love to hear more. Regardless, maybe like, subscribe, definitely comment, but come back for more. We're going to have a ton of anime uh, for for you at the Continental Pod. Maybe del- delve into a little bit of manga. But either way, it's always a pleasure to serve you at the Continental. And I look forward to having you again. Thank you very much, everybody. And keep smiling.